When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Never would I have thought I would see the day that I would consider independence a bad thing. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to Really Riley. I appreciate you coming back to take a little listen to my corner of the world where I really like to chit chat with you about stuff that's going on in my life. But the biggest thing about my podcast is I always want to try and keep things real. Always, no matter what it is, whether we're talking about relationships or mom life or gym life or fashion or whatever's happening, whatever I speak about, I really want to give you the truest of the true or at least to the best of my ability. So back to the whole independence thing. You know, I consider myself the type of chick that is super self-sufficient, and I'm really proud about that, like almost to the point of detriment I'm finding lately, because I think I was conditioned in life to be a hard ass. Growing up, you know, I went through a lot of heartbreak. Who didn't, right? But I think in certain situations, because I don't feel like I went through the best avenues to get over those heartbreaks, I had to like have this hard exterior shell. I had to breathe this whole attitude of, I don't need anybody. I don't want anybody. I don't care about anybody. So there's like a negative light about independence in that way that I don't think I really started learning until recently, which is crazy. So I left home from Florida when I was, what was I, 24 years old for radio and left everything behind. So it's not like I just grew up and got a job. I grew up, got a job left my mama, who I'm extremely close to, left all of my friends, left every single thing I'd ever known since I was seven years old behind peace in a matter of three weeks from like the day that I found it, I got my first radio job to the day that I moved there and everything I had with me three weeks. So there was boom, a bam of independence that just had to be there. There was no time to process. There was no time to develop it. It was just, you're going to be independent. You're going to suck it up. You're going to get it done. Add that to the fact that I moved from the sunny beaches of Florida to the cold, gray streets of Michigan. Grand Rapids, much love to you, but it was cold and it was such a crazy culture shock. I didn't know anybody, including the people that I worked with. I think I had met my co-host at the time twice before that. So I had to just develop the sense of self that was like, boom, I'm going to do this all on my own. And I don't think I really got the fact that that has stuck with me for the last 15 years. And that's a tough, shell to break that and people are like well, wait a minute Riley why do you want to break your independence why do you want to like need anybody because neediness is not cute right well here's the thing when you're independent or at least I'm going to speak for myself you're like super proud of that fact and you almost don't want to let anybody in because when you establish that independence it's such a uh, defining part of your character for me anyway and Heaven forbid you lose it because I don't, I, you know, when I was getting married to my ex-fiance first and second time, thank God that didn't work out. My mom said to me one thing when she met him, she's like, I know that he really wants to take care of you. He seems like he love you, loves you. Turns out later that was absolutely not the case, but 
please do me a favor and don't lose your independence. I'll never forget this day. She literally like took me aside in the middle of a get together in my old closet at home to like have a one on one piece of advice session with me. And my mom wasn't really that person growing up. So for her to like, you know, literally take the time to say you cannot lose your independence to this person or anyone for that matter, it really, really ingrained in my head. And thank God I didn't lose that independence with him because, you know, I feel like if it was up to him, I would have been, you know, just barefoot and pregnant and living in his house and, you know, not working, which is it's absolutely fine for other paths of life. But I knew that that's not where I wanted my life to go, or at least not at that point. I, I had so much more to give. So independence was the theme. Now, that was like eight years ago. So then after... You know, losing a losing a job in radio, going to Memphis, then losing a fiance, going to Nashville and trying to oh, maneuver my way through the heartbreak of being in a new town and establishing a new show and trying to figure out who I was without my ex-fiance. Blah, 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 blah. You know, independence was again the thing. Seemed like every time I would get a footing in life and maybe start to have a few people to help me out, I would have to get up and move cities again, reestablish friendships, reestablish a show because I moved like every two years. So independence and not needing anybody and always being ready to like move and shift my life on a dime and do it like a boss was always in my brain. I didn't get that part. I like I didn't understand like just how much that was sort of hurting me until after I had a kid. Because when I moved to D.C. from Atlanta with my son, who was, I think, just under a year at the time, maybe just over, he was just over a year. God, time flies. Um, I didn't have anyone. No one. Like, it's one thing to have no one and do it on your own. It's another thing to have a human being to take care of in a situation where people tell you that you need a village to do it. You know, yes, I knew the people that I was working with, you know, because I was an intern for Kane 15 years ago, you know, so I knew him, but people have their own lives when they get older. They have their own kids. They have their own families. They have their own stuff. So you can't always rely on them for things at the drop of a hat, or maybe you can. And I just didn't want to ask. I think that's what I mean by the whole independence miss too independent thing can be such a detriment because I didn't want to ask. Sure, I would pay people to do it, but then you're paying them. It's goods and services, right? But I think that for the first year or so, being here in D.C. with the new job and a baby bred a lot of depression. My independence over independence bled into a lot of depression because I didn't want to ask friends for help. And when they did, I always felt like I had to like go back and give them something in return because I didn't want them to think I was taking advantage of them and I didn't need anybody. But when I absolutely did need somebody, I had to pay them. It was like this vicious cycle of things. And then it even bled over into family. There were times with family because I had to ask them to do so much to help me out, like fly in for the weekend and disrupt their lives to come watch my kids so I could go do a conference that meant so much to me. It was like overwhelming how much I had to be Little Miss, I don't need anybody. And now that I have a relationship where my boyfriend is trying his damnedest to crack that shell and show me like, hey, you don't have to do this life alone. You don't have to be this single mom forever. And that is the toughest one to split down the middle and crack that shell because it involves my kid. You know, like I want to be the one that's always there for him and always strong for him. And no matter what, he has me and that's all and that's the end of it. But almost that that almost feels 
unhealthy in a sense because people need people. And I don't think I got that notion until recently. It's crazy because when somebody helps me, it almost makes me uncomfortable. It almost makes me feel like, but at the root of it, I feel like because my life has been so, I don't want to say unstable, but so ever-changing for all of my adult life that I'm not used to stability. And I, if I am at all used to stability, it's within myself because all you have is you, right? That's not true in every sense of the word. I always wanted, I think at the core of me, since I'm a little girl, I always call myself real. This is really Riley here. If I'm truthfully honest, at the bottom pit of my soul, I think I've always wanted someone to take care of me. I think I've always wanted a person that is my safety net when I fall. I had to give that a second just now because that's really hard for me to admit because I think that part of me was buried for a really long time. I think a lot of it is still like kind of six feet under. I think I got a toe sticking out right now. Hey, little toe. <laughs> Maybe I'll let you help me. No, but in all seriousness, I, I like it's sort of... It's sort of an emotional thing for me to realize and admit that, that like independence is still great. I'm still always going to be self-sufficient. And I mean that emotionally, money-wise, career-wise, parenting, like I'm always going to be that person that alone standing by myself is a whole person. But independent doesn't mean, independence doesn't mean alone. I guess that could be like the major big caption here, like, You can have all of that and be a whole self-sufficient person on your own and still accept help because I don't feel like I can have a healthy relationship with friendships, family, love, or even my son or anyone for that matter without accepting a handout because a lot of people, that's how they help you is gifts of service. I did a podcast a while ago on the five love languages a while um, and what yours is and whatever. And some people their love language is is gift giving. And sometimes that gift giving is also tied in with active service and all that. So I'm trying my damnedest these days to just be a little bit more open and not miss Riley tough girl. I need nobody. There's an Ellie Goulding song that I absolutely love. It's uh, actually called don't need nobody. And in it, she comes out and says, I don't need nobody, but you. And that is such a terrifying thought for me to like have a person like my boyfriend now that I can really depend upon and give trust to. That's another thing that's big with me, the trust thing. Um, And when you have this like self-sustained version of independence that you don't have to trust anybody, you don't look to anybody for help. I think it's just detrimental for what for what you want in life. Like when I look up at my vision board, I've got it like right where I can see it laying from my bed. So I see it before I go to bed at night and I see it before I wake up. There's a lot of things up there that are about strong as the new skinny love weddings, maybe another baby money, all this stuff. But I, I know I noticed in my subconscious mind that I didn't put anything up there about independence because I already have that. It's been the theme of my life and maybe I have a little bit too much of it. So maybe subconsciously the things that I need are not that. And again, I'm not saying give up every single thing that you've ever worked for, owned, accomplished to go and rely on somebody else for your emotional well-being or for whatever it is you need. I'm saying balance. Balance, people. You'd think that as a former ballerina, I would have all of it, but I surely do not. 
but work in progress, my friends. I'm going to keep this one short today because I don't want to be super, super deep with you, even though, you know, I like to keep it real. Um, Thank you guys so much for coming back and listening to my little podcast. Uh, we're on Spotify, by the way. So tell your friends if that's how they listen to the podcast. We're out there for you, too. Um, you can subscribe on the iHeartRadio app. Please do if you like what you heard today. I want to hear... Anything you guys want to tell me, always interact with me on social. I I try and answer everybody. I want to hear ideas from the podcast that you want to hear, what you want to hear more of, less of. If you have any ideas, always open. Want to talk to you about the stuff you want to hear. Um, You can hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Riley Couture. And then sorry, Snapchat is at Radio Recon. Thanks, you guys, so much for listening. It's really Riley.